this month's installment of RMGT Open Mic is with Advertisers Printing based in St. Louis, Missouri. And here's a snippet of what we'll hear during our podcast. As John said, it replaced three machines on our floor. And uh, I mean, three machines that were running two shifts and we are, I mean, we're, we're doing the same amount of work in a shift and a shift and a half, five days a week. All right, well, we're very happy to welcome you to our podcast today. Uh, we're happy to have uh, from Graphco, we have Derek Gordon. He's the Midwest Sales Manager. So, Derek, welcome to the podcast. Thanks. Very happy to be here. And, of course, we have the president of Graphco, Chris Manley. Chris, I know you're happy to have uh, advertisers on this podcast, so welcome yourself to this podcast. Thanks very much, Jim. And, um, and, and I do want to thank very sincerely uh, both Alex Fechner and his dad, Bill, and the whole team at Advertisers, uh, not only for the, for the very substantial commitment they made to our company and to RMGT through their investment, which we'll be talking about today, but I think also to recognize the time in history when they made that commitment and, and frankly, just how successfully they've been able to implement in, in the middle of the you know, challenging times that we're involved in. So to Alex and to your dad, Bill, thanks very, very much. And we're glad to, uh, to have you be part of our family. Yes, thanks, Chris. Well, yeah, and the stars of the show of our podcast today, uh, we have Advertisers Printing Company. They're based in St. Louis. And we're very happy to have Alex Fechner, the Director of Business Development with us, and John Heaney, the VP of Sales. Uh, gentlemen, we're very happy to have you. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Jim. Uh, happy to be here. Thank you, Jim. John, you've you've been involved with this from the beginning and this implementation. Just so just tell us a little bit about the press that that advertisers decided to invest in. It, it's an amazing machine, Jim. You know, a 10 color perfector, uh, LED UV, uh, they spared no expense in loading and outfitting the press with every bit of possible capability. I tend to see everything through a footprint lens and the efficiency, it, it, it is three machines in one. It replaced three machines off our floor, giving us more floor space, of course, but it's the labor, it's the uh, throughput that, that are just amazing. It is the synergy of three machines. And, and the efficiency, you know, you, you could exploit it uh, half a dozen different ways. Uh, the argument for this machine is, 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 as Bill Fechner said, it was the biggest no-brainer of a decision. So, Alex, do you want to add anything to that? Um, there's no denying that sustainability is going to be a massive part of buying decisions in the future. It's huge with the millennials and the generations under them. I'm not trying to bash any other printing companies, but a lot of companies love to say that they're sustainable, but it's just talk. I mean, we truly, truly walk the walk. And with John on our team and uh, the RMGT now, uh, it's just uh, proof in the pudding. So uh, it's, it, it's, been, uh, it's been really, really cool. John, do you want to add to this thought about sustainability? So we got onto this journey in 02. And then it was a, a, a story of firsts, uh, first FSC approved uh, certified printer in Missouri, uh, first as a pure power adopter of, of clean green wind power energy. And that was in 08. Uh, also in 08 was the first 
SGP certified printer. And there are only 50 of us in the country. What do you mean by that? It means that in the last two decades, uh, the Fechner family has doubled down uh, it, it, in, in financially uh, and philosophically and professionally on, on environmental stewardship. And, and that, that is not found in this industry. You have a handful of outliers, uh, a hemlock in, in Vancouver, uh, you, you have Earth Color in New Jersey. You have a, a few core players that, that have centered their North Star, their compass on uh, in the environment, but it, it's a rarity. And I, I determined two decades ago, and Bill Fechner absolutely agreed, we have a bullseye on our back as an industry. If you don't lead uh, with something more sustainable, Alex's generation are not going to be impressed with this model of communication. So, you know, having two decades at this, it, it's not a marketing plan. It's, it's not a, a fad. It's not... Uh, something that we're trying to impress folks with it, it is a core value proposition that we, we we doubled down on years and years ago so you learn a lot and and we've enjoyed the journey so far it is a journey john could i just ask a couple of quick follow-ups that are some things that you and i spoke about a couple of weeks ago in a conversation um the first is that you 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 helped me understand something that and I've been doing this a long time, that I don't think I ever really quite wrapped my head around, but you were talking about the effectiveness of a marketing plan and then its relationship to the energy usage. And it was a great comparison with, you know, with sort of email digital. And then the other thing that you talked about very eloquently was the single pass production method that you all have now versus how you used to do things with two passes to do all your two-sided work. It, so if a company has been direct and intentional on the environment, this is the absolute centerpiece. This is the crescendo is this machine. So what uh, we spoke of a couple of weeks ago, I think was defending the right to print. So tell us a little bit more about what you mean by defending the right to print. We know the mailbox is the single greatest uh, sort of impactful form of communication, but we're slower and we're a little more expensive. So what we've done is we've taken an efficiency piece, speeding up the throughput of getting into the mail, lowering the cost of getting into the mail to be more competitive. Uh, what Alex has done is, is linked the mailbox on a platform with social and search. So these things generally don't, they don't increase impressions in printing, they lower them, but the impact of effectiveness of it is insane. So what has advertisers done to address this? When, when this machine came on, we were tasked uh, by uh, one of our consultants with, tell me the difference uh, that this means to the average person. So how has advertisers gotten this message out to your customers? And they ask us to compare running this job on a 10-color perfector against the traditional format in our industry here in St. Louis, which is a 40-inch six-color. And, and we went with a very detailed analysis. We were able to gain metrics. 
and and basically you were saving right at 6800 kilowatts by producing their magazine this way over a six color 40 inch perfector so what does that translate to basically it was saving 541 gallons of fuel uh 472 gallons of diesel if you want to look at it that way 5300 pounds of coal it can go on and on but but what is most impactful for a student it would be the equivalent of charging over a half a million cell phones you can look at this and this is all from an epa website uh, we load in the kilowatt savings of the throughput the energy the labor all of it's factored in when you can make that kind of an argument to a very high-end university uh, a midwest ivy if you will you you have a, an incredible uh, amount of uh, ammo uh, from a marketing standpoint so i hope that sort of that long-winded dissertation sort of gave you an answer there chris but but yeah it's defending the right to print we we have a better story and we've just been horrible about telling it that was a great explanation john thanks for that now alex what other benefits have you seen from investing in the rmgt press what's everyone's most valuable resource today it's time and you know how can i get more time for myself how i can get more time for my family how has the led uv been able to help you guys with that a job that used to take us two full weeks to print is off press in two shifts. It's, it's insane. Um, we, I mean, the capacity we have now with this machine is, um, is something like we've never seen before. And uh, our bindery loves it and they hate it um, because we bury them very, very quickly where they could take a form at a time. We're at the point now to where We've got skids and skids and skids of paper completely backed up for them to finish. So my father being the visionary that he is, is already looking at highly automated folders, highly automated stitchers, even though we just replaced one two years ago, he's already looking at another one. Um, he's, you know, he's wants to double down on equipment. So the RMGT has completely brought us into a new realm of production while also being more sustainable. So it's it's been awesome. That's very interesting, Alex, thanks. Now, John, how has the LED UV curing technology on the press helped you? Yeah, I, I would say that, you know, the machine doesn't require venting. Uh, it's one-tenth the energy footprint of a regular arc lamp curing UV device. From uh, uh, an environmental standpoint, I don't know, uh, you know, I, I've been in arc lamp UV plants that's a traditional way of curing uv it's hot it's dusty you have a complement of hvac that have to have to keep your building climatized as a result of that all that's energy being able to grow your sales a couple two or three million more with one device which we were never going to be able to do in the old format alex do you want to add something more about the impact of led uv as john was saying the way we were uh, equipped before um, we had, uh, you know, three different uh, formats of uh, offset printing, and now we're we're really down to the RMGT, um, our digital lineup, and then we've got a couple other machines on our floor. But uh, the waiting, and you know, if we had to do uncoated work, we'd have to tray it, we'd have to let it sit, we'd have to let it dry. Um, then we could run the other side of the sheet. You know, the, again, this is all time. This is all time waiting. This is all time our customers are have to spend waiting, and it's 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 floor space being used. With this machine, on and off the press, bone dry, ready to bind. 
Now, John, you've spoken quite eloquently about the environmental benefits, but how has this press technology helped you to compete in your market? Speed is a big one. Uh, price, for sure. Um, so, so the throughput of a one-pass machine, as well as the spoilage footprint, you know, we were a three-quarter size shop. Uh, this is a full size. This delivers uh, a 16-pager on, on a smaller sheet size than, than a regular 40-inch would, would generally use. So incrementally, there's savings bringing a, a right-sized sheet of paper into the plant to run. It sounds trite, but why would I run it on a 2436 uh, when I can just get 2538 uh, all day long for a 40-inch? extra two inches both dimensions is not needed that's it's death by a million cuts right so every impression of the press yeah you're 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 eating spoilage you shouldn't you shouldn't have to eat paper sold by weight by the way paper went up 29 percent in the last last 60 days that it's 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 kind of a, a a moot point to say it's not important so can you walk us through that map again so so you're competing against 40-inch press companies and the advantage of getting it, your eight-up press? Yeah, so I, would, I told Chris, and this is a, a tired analogy of mine, but Southwest doesn't fly a 6.7, a 7.7, or a 7.4.7. Southwest flies a 3.7, and they just pull up another plane and fill it. And they fly it that way because it's more efficient, uh, more fuel efficient, it's more... Uh, productive in in terms of loading out passengers. So the airline analogy, you know, if, if you go with a, a, a machine that takes a 36-inch sheet and your competitor's on a 40-inch press, with, there's a great bit of that metal that's never used. They're running a 40-inch sheet of paper maybe three or four percent of the time in an entire year. So you've bought this extra capacity you're not using and you're feeding it with sheets that are wider and more expensive, and it's not necessary. So, so that efficiency is where we live. Uh, we live with throughput and the efficiency of the way it's, it's gobbling material. If you're running it on a sheet that's 5 to 6% smaller, every impression, and paper has gone up, as I say, 28% in the last 60 days, it's a factor. I love that math. That's fantastic. Thanks for sharing with us. Now, what about labor? Have, have you found like by replacing three presses and then the pressmen for this press, just from an operational standpoint, labor, can you speak to, what have you seen on that? Our press room's probably half the size it was, but if we hadn't have gotten the RMGT, we'd have a lot more pressmen and a lot more feeders on our floor. So as John said, it replaced three machines on our floor. And uh, I mean, three machines that were running two shifts and we are, I mean, we're, we're doing the same amount of work in a shift and a shift and a half, five days a week. So got a ton of capacity. The uh, revenue goal we thought we could get out of that building jumped up quite a bit when adding the RMGT. So uh, we're kind of anticipating we might have to move a little earlier than expected. So it's, it's brought nothing but good problems. Well, I would like to recognize Derek's persistence because while Bill's visit to the Printing United show and seeing 
the uh, five color with coder that we had on the floor was certainly a culminating event in the sale process. But I would also say that there were probably about 35 Derek Gordon business cards at the front desk in that ladies drawer at advertisers from visiting Bill and Alex through the last four or five years, you know, as we were moving into this. So, uh, you know, job well done there too, Derek, as far as being, uh, being, you know, with your customers on a very regular basis. The printing business with some of the challenges that were faced, it's, it's daunting. It's, it's tough. And I remember the day like yesterday when I went in about three weeks after we signed an order to move forward with the project. And I had to look in the eyes of Bill Fechner, who to me is his character is is second to none. He's an outstanding man, but he looked at me and said one word and um it resonates and it ought to resonate with a lot of people and it said, I have faith. I have faith in the future and the people that we have employed here. And um, I have faith in this decision I made. And Derek, don't worry about it. <laughs> We're going to move forward, but let's do it, you know, with, with you know, hindsight and looking at the future. But, uh, I, you know, I, I just remember that day like it was yesterday because that's not an easy conversation to have after what we were faced with um, brought to our table in March of 2020. It was like, uh, I expect nothing more than to him to say that uh, he wants maybe out, but uh, I tip my cap to him and I tip my cap to the advertisers team uh, for doing it very professionally and, and executing their plan. That was Derek Gordon from Grafco. And we'd like to thank Derek along with Chris Manley from Grafco and our special guests, Alex Fechner and John Heaney from Advertisers Printing. RMGT manufactures the leading eight-up sheet-fed offset press in North America. And this podcast has been produced in conjunction with their North American representatives. In North America, RMGT is represented by four authorized sales and service centers that service commercial printers, offset and packaging converters, and implant printers in the United States and Canada. We'll see you on a future installment of RMGT Open Mic.